Psalm 17, verse 5, is a prayer in the Old Testament or Hebrew Bible offered by King David. Uphold my steps in your paths that my footsteps may not slip. This is the verse that is so important to Stacy. she has it tattooed on her wrist as a constant reminder of her prayer that she might be a vessel for God to work His plan, His steps, and His path for widows and for children who had lost parents. From Stacy, I learned about divine appointments, the idea that God can bring people together for a time in order to accomplish a higher purpose. I was fortunate that Stacy's decision to dedicate 40 days to purposeful prayer resulted in our paths crossing just at the right time. It was a clever connection she made when she said, we literally met at an intersection, a crossroad, and we could have gone either way, and this divine appointment was such that we were not going to just cross each other's path and walk away. We were going to walk the same path the same way, figuratively and literally. This has caused me to reflect that we really never know what the stranger in front of us is experiencing at any given moment. When grief is very fresh, it does feel like the world should stop and acknowledge that life has been interrupted and changed forever. And yet, people go about their everyday lives with little awareness of the sadness carried inside. A favorite hymn of mine contains this maxim, Who am I to judge another when I walk imperfectly? In the quiet heart is hidden sorrow that the eye can't see. God sees all hidden sorrows, and He can and does share bits of that knowledge with those who seek it. An important result of having experienced loss or grief is that our awareness to others' suffering is enhanced. With that awareness, we can make a significant difference in the life of someone who may be carrying some hidden sorrow of their own. Stacy called this type of awareness a gift of grieving because you slow down, you breathe, and you start to see things in a different light. You take nothing for granted. We also slow down and see the world through new eyes whenever a baby is born. Think about that. Perhaps it is because life itself is so precious, relationships so vital to our sense of what it means to be human, that we have a built-in natural override mechanism to slow us down long enough to grasp the magnificence of each individual life. Alan Alexander Milne's wonderful character, Winnie the Pooh, once said, How lucky am I to have something that makes saying goodbye so hard. It takes a while to be able to look at loss through that lens, especially when the loss is recent or complicated. But I like where Stacy was going with the notion that you never get over it. You build new memories around that pain and new memories around that love and new memories around those old memories. I'm not sure how that would be possible without practicing the self-care Stacy talked about of proper rest, exercise, and nutrition. Even that can take some time to get back into, so be careful. Think about that newborn baby. She's experienced a major event by just being born, and we know it's completely normal for her to take some time, months even, to acclimate to her situation. If you're not sleeping well, crying all the time, having trouble eating, or perhaps eating a little too much, be patient with yourself. You'll get back into the swing of things. I can't count how many meals I've eaten that were just a carton of ice cream and a spoon. I used to love to cook and made most of our meals from scratch, but without my sweetheart, cooking and even eating was just kind of a chore. I didn't like cooking for myself or eating alone. I remember my children were horrified one time when they visited me after their dad passed away. They saw that I had very little fresh food and a freezer full of frozen meals and ice cream. 
One way I got back on track was when I started inviting people over to my house and cooked for them. Weekends were especially tough, so I made a point to share at least one meal with someone. I stayed engaged with my parents, friends, my extended family. I also brought new people into my life, others who might also have been eating alone, and I still find tremendous satisfaction in sharing my table with them. I appreciate that Stacy puts some emphasis on taking personal responsibility for her own self-care. It's important to accept help from friends and others, but ultimately, we are each responsible for our own well-being. That is absolutely achievable, however, with Christ as a partner. The connection with Christ, as Stacy pointed out, is what changes people and creates the environment in which miracles can happen. Ezra Taft Benson, a great man who served as the United States Secretary of Agriculture under President Dwight D. Eisenhower, and then later as an apostle and prophet in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, made this profound observation at a speech made at Brigham Young University entitled, Jesus Christ, Gifts and Expectations. Men and women who turn their lives over to God will find that He can make a lot more out of their lives than they can. He will deepen their joys, expand their vision, quicken their minds, strengthen their muscles, lift their spirits, multiply their blessings, increase their opportunities, comfort their souls, raise up friends, and pour out peace. Whoever will lose his life to God will find he has eternal life. I know this is true for me. It seems that as I accept God's sovereignty in my life, I feel more gratitude and I focus less on things I cannot change. I realize it can be difficult to surrender our will to God, especially when we feel like God is cruel, to have taken away someone so precious. This is a normal response to very deep pain. Stacy brought up the concept of clean grieving, meaning that she was able to say goodbye without the burden of having any regrets, things left unsaid or undone. I appreciate that Stacy shared with us that in spite of this, she too had been angry at God for Lee's passing. But I'm also very grateful that she was able to share how she came to know God in a new way. Remember, she said, He is big enough for your anger, sorrow, and pain. Some of us have had a similar experience with clean grief, while for many of us, there can be quite a lot of unresolved pain associated with someone's passing. If that is the case for you, please know you are not alone in that experience. You can find relief and resolution, if not now eventually. Helpful resources can be found through talking to a licensed clinical therapist who specializes in trauma or grief counseling. I myself have benefited from therapy I started long before my husband passed away, and it continues to be helpful to me now. Taking the initiative to talk to someone is a good way to work through feelings of discontent that can occur when someone's passing is wrapped up in traumatic or complicated circumstances. Many churches also offer grief support groups, and most hospitals can direct you to similar resources. And of course, God will share your burdens. He understands them. Do you remember the psalm Stacy has tattooed on her wrist? It's Psalm 17:5. Uphold my steps in your paths, that my footsteps may not slip. Listen to some other verses of this prayer, in which King David petitions the Lord he knows to be gracious and faithful, to both guide and protect him. Hear, O Lord, my righteous plea. Listen to my cry. You have tried my heart. You have visited me in the night. You have tested me and found no evil. I call on you, O God, for you will answer me. Show the wonders of your loving devotion. 
you who save by your right hand those who seek refuge. Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings. Isn't that beautiful? It is perhaps ironic then that not many psalms later, David laments with these words, among the most familiar in all the biblical text, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? The words we attribute to Christ on the cross are found first in Psalm 22. Imagine that, with the memory of that moment of complete anguish and total abandonment, which Christ alone will ever experience, he runs to our rescue in order that we need not feel totally abandoned ourselves. Thank you, Stacy, again for sharing your wisdom with me. And thank you all out there for listening. And as always, please choose to believe that grieving well is possible. Collect for yourself spiritual drops of oil and always practice extraordinary compassion toward yourself and others.